Cinebuds is supported by Associated Bank. Cinebuds, Cinebuds, two buddies talking about cinema. This is Cinebuds. I am Justin Barney from 88.9 Radio Milwaukee. I'm Christopher Pollard from the Lucky Film. And today we are talking about the power of the dog. 25 years since our first run together. 1900 and nothing. It's a long time. What you doing? Getting mixed up with her. You are marvelous, Rose. We were married Sunday. The Power of the Dog is a new movie from Jane Campion. It's about two ranchers that are brothers, and uh, one of them is uh, Phil Burbank, played by Benedict Cumberbatch. And when his brother takes home a new wife, he kind of is domineering and torments them, and uh, it is a slow, slow burn, and it's based on a book, and um, Christopher... What did you think about this kind of slow burning Western? You know, I, a lot of times when you call something a slow burn, I don't think it's a slow burn. I think we disagree. I know where you're coming. I know where you're. (laughs) It's not, it's, it's, I'm not making some huge claim here. Your claims are false, sir. (laughs) I mean, if you compare this Western to what's the, the other Western that we just watched that was really stylized. Uh, the harder they fall. Oh yeah, yeah. That, one, like, that one's a much faster paced film. Yeah, right. Like if you compare this to the harder they fall, that's got a lot of shooting and running and gunning sure. and yeah. blood and action. And uh, this movie, I understand what you're saying because kind of internally, it is there's a lot going on. But kind of like externally, it's not like a run them and gun them western. All right, I've come around. I've I've calmed down. And uh, <laughs> I'm not insulting you no, listen, over the movie. <laughs> I came in real hot there. I got to admit, trying to be descriptive. <laughs> no, uh, you're 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 right. I mean, especially in the but in the tradition of your your typical western, it does have that same kind of feel. Uh, but it's not more. It's not as much of a shoot 'em up as it is more of a psychological. Um, this is exactly what I expected from Gene Campion. Meaning, I expected a lot more brain and a lot less of the shooty fighty stuff. Um, yes. It was beautiful. It was uh, complicated. The characters were really well drawn, and yes. I, I was I, I love this kind of film. So I think this is wonderful. I agree. I th- I think that there. I liked this movie a lot. I, I, I and I got done, and I thought, wow, that was really good. And uh, I have been thinking about it, and like the more that I like mull it over, the more I like you know, have it in my hands and kind of roll it over the more that I like think about like the details of it and how it is like two hours and eight minutes. And sometimes it feels like not a lot is happening or it's, you know, it is a slow boil, but I, I think that all of those minutes are necessary for this movie. I think it's, it's based on a book that was released in 2001. And sometimes I, I feel like movies that are based on books 
oftentimes are more character driven and they they have to be more internal and uh, i think that this movie it really it really 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 served you with character development over a run em and gun em up western and that made it real kind of like stick and land for me i really really liked it and if if you were a fan of a traditional western this still has the interesting thing is without maybe even firing a shot this has a lot of tension that you find in those Westerns. It's just a different kind. So I love that it's based in the world of the Western. We're going to talk more about Power of the Dog when we get back. Stick around. Support for Cinebuds comes from your membership and Associated Bank. Proud supporter of Milwaukee Film and offering support year-round through Milwaukee Film Checking. More about Associated Bank's commitment to the Milwaukee community at AssociatedBank.com. Member FDIC. It's the most charitable time of year, and we have a way for you to give a gift to Radio Milwaukee and yourself. Donate your unwanted car, truck, motorcycle, or boat, and let us take it off your hands. Your gift will support the music and stories you enjoy every day, and it may even qualify you for a tax deduction. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org slash cars to schedule your free donation pickup today. Okay, Power of the Dog. It really kind of hinges on four performances. So there's these two brothers. It is Benedict Cumberbatch and it is Jesse Plemons. And you see them starting off, and it's this real, I mean, it's an old-timey Western, so, you know, things are kind of bare, and um, they are sleeping in the same bed and they're obviously like connected in uh in life and uh jesse plemons is real well i mean i think they're they must, they're both well to do but jesse plemons is more like flashy and benedict cumberbatch is more like salt of the earth like i'm working on the ranch but they live in this like beautiful house and they have money and they go into this town and uh, uh jesse plemons meets kirsten dunst kirsten dunst is running this uh a restaurant and her son is cody smith is played by cody smith mcphee and those are the main four characters jesse plemons meets kirsten dunce he uh, you know brings her back to the ranch and marries her and then uh, the whole story is kind of about how that changes the dynamic between the brothers how uh, you know it's it's really hinted on benedict cumberbatch and kind of his like domineering and uh, taunting and mind games that he plays with jesse plemons kirsten dunce and cody smith mcphee um i really like if you it's really based on these four these four characters and all of their like their interwoven thoughts and their character development i really like that i really think it worked i thought that all these characters were great what did you think yeah no it's a great story it's a great story and it has the amazing build of tension it, like right from the beginning you can tell there's something going on between these brothers there's a disconnect between two brothers are very close like you said they sleep in the same bed since they were kids um but you see a distance growing between them and then kirsten dunce comes in and you know, the Benedict Cumberbatch character who's like this rough and kind of kind of mean, kind of rowdy character. Mm-hmm. He senses a, an even bigger divide and mm-hmm. he's he's not he's really upset. You could tell the great thing about Benedict Cumberbatch's performance, I think, is that he has all the traditional Western, not even bad guy necessarily, but sort of the bad guy like 
he's just you just are waiting for him to like smack you you're, you're waiting yeah. for him to do something but the great thing about this particular film is that you see these sensitive moments he has where he feels hurt or he feels put out totally and you see it and he's great for this because he's so expressive and then you have jesse plemons who's an actor who's great with subtlety and he's yes. more reserved and you don't see a whole lot on his face, but just enough to know what direction he's going. So the two of them set up against each other is a beautiful acting duet. Uh, exactly. So I really like that a lot. And that's how you start the film. And then it grows when you start adding Kirsten Dunst, who does a fantastic job. And Cody Smith McPhee, also fantastic job. Very yes. surprising. I mean, it does such a great job of, you know, letting you know, what all these characters are feeling throughout the whole movie without saying this is what they're feeling. So right. much of it is internal. So much of this movie is unsaid. And so much, so much of it doesn't need to be said. You know, it like respects that you can pick up on the subtlety and you do, you know, yeah. and I think like at the end of this, you know why each character feels the way that they feel, you know, why they did the actions that they did, you know, you know what they were feeling at the beginning that you didn't know yeah. when you're dropped into the middle of their life as you are in any movie. And I think that that just makes for a very effective movie, no matter what it is, yeah. you know? And I think that, that, that this movie did that. And you know, you were talking about being a slow burn or slow boil and, yeah. and then we fought and then we made up and then <laughs> yeah. we made up. I just want to cover what happened. <laughs> yeah. That's, that is exactly what it's happened. water under the bridge. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> the beginning, it's interesting because the beginning is where the tension is all set up and you introduce everything. Mm -hmm. And then you get the last half where the plot kind of takes over, mm -hmm. where you where you start seeing, oh, here's the motivation. Here's the thing that happens. Here's the thing that happens. So it's a really great pacing because then you kick, you get, you get to know all the characters and then you kick into their motivations and the events that lead to their, you know, you know, whatever happens at the end, uh, you know, the, to finish the story out. It does such has such a great arc, and I it's almost not even arc. It's almost just a build. It's like a build until it's huge. It's not. Yeah. It doesn't go down again. It's just like all big. So it's yeah. wonderful. I mean, really well done. The music was great. The photography was great. So this is one of my favorites. I I and I love a western. And every time I watch a western, I think the same thing is I'm so glad I was born in the 20th century. <laughs> Because you it's know, I used, so dirty. Every, everything is, is so dirty. <laughs> and and it's like even like you're in this house where it they're like so rich and yet there's like they still kind of like have nothing, you know? Yeah. It's like there's just there was you just like owned what was on your like what was like so necessary, you know? Yeah. It's really weird when you see a western they're on a ranch and you're like it's still hard to gauge the time period because there's a car in it. Right. <laughs> Wait, I was like, there's cars. I kind of forget that the Western takes place out, out in, in the, uh, you know, in the middle of nowhere where right. cars, cars might not be a frequent uh, right. appearance. So it's just always funny when I'm like, wait, there's a car. So what are we talking here? <laughs> We're talking 1920, we talking? Yeah. 1910. I thought we were in 1860. My whole concept I of know. time. Very confused. But uh, no, it was impressively done. But I seriously, it's so dusty. 
They even they even have a Benedict Cumberbatch is a great bit because he's a rancher. He's always working. And there's this kind of theme about how he hasn't washed and he's dirty right. and dusty. And then the other brother is always very clean and his clothes are very pressed. And there's a scene where I think he finally takes a bath in the river. And I just I had that was the tension. Maybe that maybe the biggest tension for me was just like waiting for him to to wash. Just wash. I just can't Josh. stand. You're covered in dirt. Please wash. What and there was such a, a moment where he, where Jesse Plemons was like, I, "It's very hard for me to say this," and he's like so yeah. wishy-washy oh, yeah. about it. And I kind of like I love that Jesse Plemons like character was, uh, so much of this movie was just not saying things. Yeah, was just it was just like Benedict Cumberbatch says things to him, and then he just like is so kind of like resigned to the dynamic or you know how you're like with somebody for so long that you just like your mind like plays out all the outcomes and you're oh, like, yeah. I'm, not gonna, <laughs> yeah. I'm just not going to say anything. <laughs> I know how this is going to go. <laughs> exactly. And that I, was like his whole character was just like, I know how this is going to go. I'm just, I choose to not engage. I have to ask my brother to take a bath. And that <laughs> yes. is never a conversation you want to have. And it wasn't, you know, no. it ends up being a huge deal. No. You know? <laughs> he knows exactly how hard it is. And it's the only time he asks his brother for anything. And then, you know, he knows, <laughs> it's going to be a big deal, and then it was. For look for Christmas, just uh, the only Christmas present I want is take a bath. Just take a bath. Take a bath. You stinky. Yeah, that's right. That was Jesse Plemons. That's a dead-on Jesse Plemons. You just did. <laughs> Thank you. You stinky. <laughs> you stinky. Yeah, it was a bit of House of Gucci thrown in there. Yeah, I think we're still reeling from House over. of Gucci. <laughs> yeah, I just can't stop thinking about it. Jared Leto. Oh, no, 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 no. No. Okay. Oh, no. No, please. Think... Uh... <laughs> uh, see? See? You hated it, but now, yeah, you know, it's kind of fun, it's, isn't well, it? Well, it's like an infection. It gets in you, and <laughs> it's hard <laughs> it to get out. Mad. Yeah, that's right. Um, all right. I think that's Power of the Dog. We're good yeah, on Power of we're, the Dog. We're happy with it. We think you will be. <laughs> yes. Um it's on Netflix. Go watch it. Um, uh, Christopher Pollard, time for our favorite segment. What else have you been watching? You know what? I, in lieu of what telling you, uh, here's what I've been watching. I've been watching the websites telling. <laughs> what the hell? Some huge, some huge sidestep. What are yeah. you preparing me for? No, I'm, I'm doing one of my classic uh, shoehorning. I'm going to shoehorn this in to a place that doesn't fit. Classic K-Poly shoehorn. It's a joke you've been waiting to tell for 16 minutes? <laughs> no, no, that, no, that's that's just natural. That's organic. Uh, here's what I've been watching. The website's telling me the nominees for the Golden Globes. Oh, boy. That's what I've been watching. Oh, uh, yeah. That's, that's, that's a decent shoehorn. That right. works. That works. We'll, we'll allow it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the Golden Globes list uh, nominations were announced Yes, and what did you think? I am, I mean, listen, this is the time of the year everyone waits for where I once again express that the Golden Globes and the Oscars are a bunch of nonsense. True, 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 So true. I, re, even recognizing that it's all a business and it depends on advertising and all the stuff, blah, 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 I still get annoyed. Yep. I still get annoyed. So <laughs> uh, I'm still annoyed. Belfast is far too represented in this list. <laughs> Boo. 
Belfast. I say boo fest. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, I, don't I, know about I that. do love that every year we kind of have a movie to root against. <laughs> yeah, you know? I know. Last year it was Mank. Mank sucked. Boo yeah. Mank. Green Book. Year, we had Green Book is, at we one had point. Green Book. Boo. Yeah. And I, we know that also that people love these. So sorry. <laughs> yeah, I know. If you, sorry. <laughs> sorry if you did, if you love these. There was a lot of people that liked. Uh, yeah, book this is the, uh, yeah, that's bad, true. But, you know, you got to stand by what you believe in, and Belfast freaking sucked. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, that's I'll be honest. This is the worst part. Belfast, in my mind, didn't even suck. It's just it, it was just was it. it was poorly done. Like a movie that, that could have been nice Mank, was just poorly done. Mank, I truly hated. Mank right. made me angry. Right, uh, Belfast, I just thought, whoa. whoa. Why? Why would anybody watch yeah. that? Well, <laughs> yeah. I wanted to be like, well, you tried. That's kind of what I felt about. It. I right. see what you were trying to do, and good, good job for trying. But mm. it's like all over these nominees. The only one that makes sense to me is a supporting actor uh, for uh, whose name I can I just don't know how you say it. Uh, and for I, the old guy, C- for Papa. Yeah, Siren Siren Hines. I'm guessing. Yeah, but he did an amazing job, and so I kind of get that. I kind of get that thing. If, if Belfast was written and directed by anybody, but prestigious old Shakespearean actor who decided to write and direct a movie, it would be nothing. It's just Kenneth Branagh decided to write a movie, a love letter to his hometown. And he decided to direct it and he made it in black and white. And everybody is like, Oh, we like that guy. And we want to pat him on the back. Yeah. And he has enough clout where he can, hoist a, a big campaign because that's how you get these nominations right. but uh, a film that we're going to talk about uh that was uh, come on come on or that we did i'm sorry that we did talk about come on come on has nothing it's got has nothing nothing huge mistake that movie power of the dog yeah power of the dog is uh up for best motion picture drama and that's great yeah it's got a couple of acting nominations too and as it should, like the well done Dune. I kind of get that. Like that's a good movie. I get that. Dune, a uh, licorice pizza is up. There's some there's stuff that makes sense, and then there's the stuff that you anticipate. But I don't know how I feel about it. Yeah. Like, like I, I mean, there's a few I haven't seen. I'm excited for Maggie Gyllenhaal. Jane Campion got nominated. Um, that's really cool for their films for uh, the lost daughter, Maggie Gyllenhaal directed. And then uh, Jane mm-hmm. Campion's power of dogs. That's exciting. At least focus on the positive. Right. Uh, <laughs> um, a couple house of Gucci nominations. Uh, yes. But you know who I don't see in that lady. Gaga. No, I do see lady Gaga, but I do not see what's his name. Jared Leto. Jared Leto. I mean, dodged a bullet guys. All right. Well, we will have plenty of time to dunk on the Golden Globes and Oscars in the next coming months, and we'll do so frequently. You know we shall. Um, you want to know what I've been watching? Yeah. We had our annual Christmas movie marathon oh, this week. Oh, that's nice. Uh, the Christmas movie marathon, if you're not familiar, me and my family get together every year, and uh, we get together at my brother's house, and from 9 o'clock in the morning until, you know, 10 11 o'clock at night we just watch christmas movies and my mom makes christmas cookies and we order chinese food and it's very fun and it's a great time 
this year we tried to watch a bunch of movies that we hadn't seen before because sometimes it's just like <laughs> we're just watching the same ones. Yeah. Um, and they're, you know, we've gone through all the good ones, so we're just left with the bad ones. Yeah. Um, we watched the new Home Alone. Oh, okay. Did you know that there was a new one? I did. I did. How did that go over? It was okay. Yeah. Um, we we actually we watched several movies. Yeah. Where the where the whole the plot of the movie was the holidays are stressful and an awful time because you don't have money, and in the end, you this person gets a whole bunch of money, and then everything's great. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wait a minute. You're telling me a Christmas movie uh, sings the praises of finance? <laughs> yes. Shocking. And it was like, Shocking. it was, it was, we watched like literally three movies in a row where that was the plot. Everything is terrible. <laughs> then they get a pile of money in the end and then everything's great. <laughs> wow. I mean, listen, at least they're being honest. <laughs> they're just like, we know what it's about. I know. That's oh, that's funny. I do like Rob Delaney, who is in it. Uh, he's I a like very, him a lot, too. He's a very funny comedian that's not uh, he's not used well enough, I feel like. He was in the Tom and Jerry I movie. He was in the Tom and Jerry movie. He's and so good. funny on Twitter. And he's, yes. so, he's, he's like a really funny actor. Yeah. And I always feel like they would never find the right role for him. Same thing with Pete Holmes. Pete Holmes is in this. And like, I love <laughs> oh, really? Pete Holmes. Yeah, he's funny. And also like kind of underused. Well, yeah. It was very funny in in the movie. Yeah. Um. So watch that. Watched Home Alone three, yeah. which, um, if you haven't seen it, is like, what if we took Home Alone, and we added international terrorism? Would that be too much? Mm. <laughs> and then they're like, they're like, no, let's go for it. Raise yeah. the stakes on Home Alone. Yeah, that's that was what Home terrible. Alone was missing. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Um we watched a couple we watched multiple movies from Vince Vaughn's golden era of 2007 oh. 2008 Fred Claus and Four Christmases and wow. neither of them were awful but, Really? Uh, yeah. They neither of them were awful but neither of them were great. And right. then we watched um uh, the favor- the only movie that we watched that we watched every single year is National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Sure. Yeah. That's a that's and a good one. Can I just tell you my favorite joke yes. from that movie? There is a scene where um, Chevy Chase is talking to the daughter of his like estranged cousin, which is played by Randy Quaid, and um, he's talking to the daughter, and he he he's asking her if she's like nervous for Christmas, yeah. and she's <laughs> and she's he's like, uh, "Are you nervous?" And she says. I'm shitting bricks. And then, he <laughs> said, and then he says, language. And she says, oh, sorry. Shitting rocks. <laughs> that's good. That's a good That's a good joke. It is so <laughs> funny. I do like those. Those movies are funny. I watched Elf. Did you guys watch Elf? We didn't because we watched that. We oh, watched I, that see, yeah. times. I rewatched oh, that recently. Great. And it's yeah, such a pleasant movie. I genuinely enjoy the. I genuinely get the feeling they intend you to have at the end of that movie. Which is nice. Yeah, totally. Me too. Yeah. Very, very good. All right. So that is it. We did it. We did it. Power of the dog. Uh, Sinbuds is edited by... DJ Kenny Perez. Oh, boy. Oh, we get handcrafted sonic inspiration from the license lab. 
What? We our theme song is from Milwaukee musician and author Brett Newski. The Newsk. Thank you to Associated Bank and also to our members from uh, Milwaukee Film and uh, 89 Real Milwaukee. Yes, you're lovely people. And finally, no, I think that's I would, it. And I finally, it. Oh, no, I would like to thank one more person. Okay. The, right. this, is, this is out of ordinary, but uh, feel my, free. <laughs> the Benedict Cumberbatch to my Cody Smith McPhee. Um, oh, boy. The one and only <laughs> Christopher Pollard. Oh, that is that is quite a claim. That is it. <laughs> Goodbye.